Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is getting daf yutas. We are holding on daf yutas amralf at the Mishnah on the top of yutas amralf. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children and Lila Nishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha Leah Shalom. We thank him very much for continuing to sponsor the daf yomi shir each and every day. So, what we're going to discuss today is the following: the Mishnah is going to uh, is going to discuss what types of uh, of ink one may use and what types of parchment one may use for writing a get. We're going to have a machlokas if living things are a, val- uh, are a valid type of parchment to use when it comes to writing a get. Then the Gemara is going to discuss um, three halachos relating to ksav al gabe ksav. Ksav al gabe ksav could come in different forms. You could have black on top of black, red on top of black, black on top of red. So we're going to discuss the ramifications for that, not only in Hilchas Gittin, but in Hilchas Shabbos for the dinam of the malacha of Kosev. Then on the bottom of Amaral, the Gemara is going to discuss whether there are any solutions if the only aid available to you is someone who doesn't know how to sign his own name. So how does he sign a get? How does he sign a star if he doesn't know how to sign his own name? So the Gemara is going to suggest or discuss four different uh, types of solutions in that, uh, in that case. Then the Gemara is going to talk about whether the aide needs to know how to read and write, meaning uh, we discussed a little bit about if he doesn't know how to sign his own name, what about if he doesn't know how to read the shtar? The Gemara is going to have three approaches as to whether others can read a shtar for you. I don't know how to read it or I'm not capable of reading it. Can I have somebody else read the shtar for me? Um, and under what circumstances might that be permissible? And then in the middle of Ambez, we're going to discuss a sh- a shtar parsai, and whether you're allowed to use a shtar parsai, which seems to be a document, a shtar that comes from a secular court, can you use that to collect from the chasim mishubadin. And then at the end of the daf, the Gemara is going to uh, talk about if a get had writing that the husband, uh, meaning if, if a husband gave a, a, a woman a shtar, and then the shtar got immediately destroyed, could the husband say, oh yeah, by the way, that was not a get. That was really just uh, something else. It was a mezuzah or something. And uh, because there's no evidence right now what it, what it was and uh, what was actually written on it. So let's begin on daf at the Mishnah on the top of the page. So uh, the Mishnah tells us, uh, uh, with all types of inks, you're allowed to write a get, with any of these types of inks, which the Gemara is going to identify exactly what they are, but really anything that is shalkayama, anything that uh, that is going to leave a mark, and that mark is going to be a permanent mark. The base mayor in Evan Ezra points out that uh, that even though they all work, the Mishnah lists them in a particular order: dio, sam, sikro, komos, kankantum, because that is the seder kedima as far is what is the most muhudar ink, what is the best ink to use. The Mishnahis do that. Normally the Gemara would point that out in Mesachas uh, Psachim, for example, when the Davlam when the Mishnah goes through the uh, different vegetables that one is allowed to use for Marar, so the Gemara says, yeah, the vegetables are listed, five vegetables are listed in order of preference, and uh, that's why they're listed in that order. So we hear the base, the Gemara doesn't say it, but the base mayor says that the same is true over here, that these are being listed in order of preference of what is the best ink and second best, etc. Then the Mishnah says, They are not supposed to write with mashkin or meperos, such types of fruit juices or other juices, or anything that's anything that would be uh, that would be quickly 
erased and would not leave a lasting impression on the uh, on the parchment. It is a little bit interesting that when we spoke about what you are allowed to use, what you what you're supposed to use, we said anything that's shell kayama. When we talk about what you're not supposed to use, we say eno miskayim, not eno shell kayama. So the Shoshanim David explains that the Mishnah is trying to tell us that there's a that that it's necessary that the not only that the 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 ksav be with an ink that is shell kayama, but that the ksav be practically something that's able to last based on the parchment upon which it is written as well. Because sometimes you have an ink that's a strong and steady ink, but it's not bar kayama, but it be, because it's not uh, it's not a taking to the uh, to the surface that you uh, that you write it on that that, that you uh, that you writing on so if it's not going to be nivla it's not going to be absorbed in the surface so that's not going to be good so that's why ain't no miskayim just uh no matter what no matter what the reason is that it's ain't no miskayim you can write on on any type of parchment. You could write on a leaf of an olive tree, or on the horn of a cow. But then the husband would have to give the entire cow together with the the uh, the, the horn uh, to the uh, to the wife because he can't be tolish the keren from the para after he writes the get because the Torah says the of law safer krisos vinasan biada. So the Gemara is going to derive in a couple of days from now that uh, that the get has to be only mechusar ksiva unesina, but if it's mechusar ksiva ktsitsa unesina, that you're going to have to cut it off and then give it, then that's not going to be good. So it has to be only mechusar ksiva unesina. So you give her the whole para or al yad shel eved. You can write a get on the hand of an eved v'nosin losa eved, but then you have to give her the entire the entire eved. The Rashi points out that we're talking about it, that the case must be that the husband tells her bifeirush that he's giving her the entire part of the entire Eved. Because if he doesn't say that, uh, the, then it could be that we're assuming that he's Mishayer for himself, some piece of the Paro or the Eved, and, that's, uh, and that would invalidate the, uh, the, the, the get. Why would it invalidate the get? So the Rashba and the Ran both say that it would invalidate the get, but they don't explain exactly why. Pneshu explains because it's a lack of Krisos, that uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, the Krisos has to be a Dovar Koris Benolvena, that whatever I'm giving her, I'm not withholding anything back for myself. So if I'm giving her a get, but I'm hold, withholding some piece of the very item upon which the get is written, so in, in a certain sense, that's a lack of krisos. Rabbi Yossi, Aglili, Omer, Eim Kosin, Rabbi says, no, you cannot write on a living creature like a para or an eved, as the Tanakama told you you can. No, it does not work on a living creature, nor nor on ochlim, nor on any type of food, you're not allowed to write. Now, the Tulsiyanta points out, I understand what he's coming to tell me, he's coming to tell me not in a para, not in an evet. What's trying to tell me, who said anything about food? Did we mention food anywhere in this Mishnah? Says Tulsiyanta, yes, we did. We said Allah shall zayis, and Allah shall zayis is food. For who? For a bird. How do I know it's food for a bird? The Yonah that, no, sent out of the Teva. 
comes back with another shalzayis. So I see that it's food for a bird, and therefore that's what it's referring to. And that's what the Rashash writes as well. So apparently, loa um, la'ochlim doesn't just mean human food, it means even Michael Bahama, because Nala Shalzayis is not human food. A person wouldn't eat an, an Allah Shalzayis. The Machshlomo just asked on the Tosyant of Mehechi Tesi that Rabbi Yossi is arguing about the Allah Shalzayis case. Maybe he's just telling me, Stam, you can't, you can't write again on an apple, meaning uh, even on a Khanami, the Mishnah earlier didn't discuss those cases. He's just telling me the rules, and the rules are that you can't write again on a piece of bread, you can't write again on an apple, you can't. So Mehechi uh, Tesi that he's arguing, okay, so that's uh, among the commentaries in the Mishnahis, that's the uh, the discussion. So anyway, so now the uh, the Gemara goes by, the, the Gemara comments. Uh, we, we have to identify all the types of ink that we had mentioned that are kosher for writing a get. So Dio is Diosa. Sam is Sama. Sikra, what's Sikra? Am Rabbi Sakarta Shema. It's a type of red uh, dye. Or, and Komos, Kuma. Komos is a uh, is tree sap. Kankantum, and what's kankantum? Amrab Barbachana, Amr Shmuel, Charta du Ushkafi. It's the black that they use for blackening shoes. So that's the identification of, of, of all of these inks. Ubukaldav Shumaskayim, and the Mishnah said, anything that leaves a lasting impression you're allowed to use for uh, for the ink of a get. So what else are we coming to include that wasn't already listed in the Mishnah? That uh, it's coming to include that if you write with gallnut juice, so then it's going to be kosher to be megarish with it. So taught that if you write the get with avar uh, with water that was uh, blackened by lead uh, or with uh, or with shkhar, which is like uh, uh, the, the the black from the coals from charcoal or uh, shikhar which is uh, what they would use for uh, for blackening shoes in all of those cases it's kosher as well there is a machlokas aposkim um, within Rabbi, within the shitos of Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Chia are these minim that we're coming to include for ksivus aget kosher lechatchil or only b'diavid meaning the Mishnah mentioned Five meaning. It did not mention all of these other things. So he said, Kaldavashimuskayim is inclusive of more. What's it inclusive of? So Rabbi Chia had his list, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Hanina had his list of what it's inclusive of. But the Mishnah didn't mention Rabbi Chia or Rabbi Hanina's list. So is that indicative of the fact that what Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Hanina are adding in over here is not L'Chadchila? Or is that also L'Chadchila? The Rambam writes in Hilchus Gershon, Paragdal, in Halacha Aleph, that, uh, that, that, that uh, Rabbi Chia, or the, the Rambam seems to understand that Rabbi Chia is only Machshir, such a get, B'Diavet. But L'Chadchila, you're not allowed to write with these types of inks. So the Magen Mishnah explains that the Rambam is Medayek from the Lashon of Rabbi Chia, because Rabbi Chia said that Im Kosav Kosher, that if you write with these things, then it's Kosher. Sounds like L'Chadchila you're not supposed to write uh, with these things. What about the things that Rabbi Hanina added? So the Rambam writes uh, that, uh, the, the, that that you could write lechatchila with mei afatzim, even though Rabbi Hanina also said im kasa b'mei tvari va'avtza kasher. But nevertheless, the Rambam says that's lechatchila. Well, wait a second. Why would one of them be uh, only be the evid and the other one be lechatchila? So the Magen Mishnah explains that since the Gemara said, is, is explaining the line in the Mishnah that says. That it's coming to be marba, meitaria, va'afza, so that must be lechachila, because it's going, it's explaining.
explaining what the Mishnah meant to include when it said Bakol Kosvin. So, uh, but if uh, but Shachar and Shichar and th- those other things is not an explanation of what Bakol Kosvin is. It's just uh, more things that the Gemara later added are also kosher. That's only Bidiyavin. Whatever is an explanation of the words Bakol Kosvin, that's Lechachila. Whatever is not an explanation of the words Bakol Kosvin, it's just Stam, what the Gemara suggests in addition. So that would only be Bidiyavin. Um, the, uh, the other uh, Rishonim have uh, Achronim really have different uh, different understandings of what's lechatchila, uh, what's b'diavid over here. Okay, so now the Gemara says, what about ksiva when it comes to the malacha of kosev and mochek on Shabbos? Certainly, the halacha is if a person writes shte osios with a ksava miskayim with a lasting ink, he's chayiv mishum malachas kosev on Shabbos. If you erase shte osios, which me- leaves space to write two new os. You're chayyav for the malacha of mochek on Shabbos. If you're mochek shalom almanas lichtov, if let's say you're mochek in a more destructive way where it does not leave space to be able to write anything, then it's only in Isra Midrabban. On Midaraisi, you'd be potter. So the Gemara discusses Itmar, Hamavir, Diol, Gabi, Sukra, B'Shabbos. What if a person has red ink on a, on a parchment and then he puts black ink over the letters that already exist? So uh, he writes two letters in black ink over existing. Letters in, that were in red ink. So he's chayiv for two malachos of Shabbos. By writing, he's erasing the letters that were previously previously there underneath, and therefore he's chayiv for erasing those red letters and for writing the black letters. Dio al gabe dio, but if he wrote black on top of black, or sikra al gabe sikra, he wrote red on top of red, then potter. Then he's potter because the ksav is exactly as it was before. He was not mochek anything, and he was not kosev anything because he didn't add anything in terms of his ksiva, and he didn't take anything away in terms of mechika. Now, that's only, Tosis points out, in Dibra Maskal Dio, that's only if he didn't accomplish anything with the second ksiva by writing over the uh, the first time. Um, but let's say the ksiva rishona was shalol l'shma, so it was a get puzzle because it was written shalol l'shma, and then he writes over it uh, l'shma. He writes those same letters with the same type of ink, over it, Lishma. And the Gemara is going to say in tomorrow's daf that according to Rabbi Yehuda, Hamavir Kulmus al Gabe Aget Lishma, Harezek Savin, it's kosher. That if you're Mavir Kulmus Lishma, you just run over it again, and this time Lishma, it's going to be kosher. So that additional ksiva uh, accomplishes something. So if it accomplishes something, Lagabe Hilchus Gitten, it accomplishes Gabe Hilchus Shabbos. Then it's considered to be kosev as far as Shabbos is concerned. That is the Shita of Tosos, the Ramban, the Ritva. And the Ran say, what are you talking about? There is no there's no comparison between the dinim of ksiva when it comes to a get and the dinim of ksiva when it comes to Shabbos. Meaning, the din of a get is that there's a requirement that not just that there be a ksiva, but that the ksiva be lishma uh, by by a get. By Shabbos, is no requirement that it be lishma. The Torah just asks melechas machshavas. So since there was a ksiva and you didn't add anything in the ksiva 
Kiva, it's Malach Smachshavis in your potter. It's, so uh, it's not Malach Smachshavis, rather, in your potter. Uh, you, you added in the Lashma element, but you didn't add in the, uh, in the, in the Ksiva element. Now, the Achronim point out that even within Tosfos, that when the Ksav Elyon is Mesakin, because it's Lashma, that you're going to be Chayiv, that's only as far as that they can be high for the ksiva, but it's still not considered a mechika of the ksav that was beneath it because uh, the the, uh, uh, the 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 you didn't really erase the ksav that was uh, that was beneath it. That's what the Abnezer points out in Rochaim Simin Reish Dalid. So anyway, so that's the discussion over here. So if you write black on top of red, it's kosev and mochek. Black on top of black or red on top of red, it's nothing. What about the reverse? Sikra al gabedio. What if you write red on top of black? So Ami la chayiv, Ami la pater. So some say chayiv, some say pater. So Ami la chayiv mochek. The one that say chayiv is because it's mochek. You're erasing the black ink that was there before by making it weaker. Red is not as strong of a uh, of a color. But you're not chayiv mishum kosev because initially it was better than it is now. And some say that no, your potter, even for the uh, for the mochik, because mochik is only chayiv when it's mochik al menas lichtov, when you're mochik in a constructive way, where now you're going to be able to produce a better ksav. But over here, you were mochik in a way that uh, downgraded the uh, the the ksav. Um, the, uh, the 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 and uh, why why is it that the first opinion doesn't think that it's mekalkel? Because uh, Lechora, uh, Rashi points out that it's not together Mekalkel because the Ksiva is still Nikr. And as long as you can still see the Ksav, you can't call that that you destroyed it. You didn't destroy it. There's still two osios that are very clearly legible that you can very clearly make out. So if it's Ksiva Nikeres, then you can't call that Mekalkel. Ooh, really? Meaning that that's a big Chiddush in the dinner Mekalkel. I mean, that seems to be telling me that Mekalkel doesn't mean worse off than it was before. It means total destruction, right? Meaning uh, you did make it worse. You made it worse than it was before, but you didn't totally ruin it. So if you didn't ruin it, Rashi says that can't be called Mekalkel. You still have a Ksav that's recognizable. Tosl says that it's, it's simply uh, uh, the, the, that the Mechika was a Mechika al-Menas Lichtov because Menastam, you're going to write on the, uh, on the Sikra with Dio, and that's why it's not Mechalkel. I mean, it's not Mechalkel because you did leave space to write, uh, to, to, write, to write new letters, meaning now that you wrote with red on top of the black, it's primed to be able to write with black on top of that. So it's, it's uh, Mochik al-Menas Lichtov, and that's why it's not uh, Mechalkel. Anyway, Baimene Rishad what if you have Aiden that don't know how to sign their own names? Can you write for them in the red ink and then let them sign with Dio over the red ink that, that you wrote? Is that considered that they're writing their signatures? Or is that not considered that they're writing their signatures? So the Ksav Elyon that the Edom are writing on top of the Sikra, Enoksav. It doesn't work. That's not considered to be their signature. What are you talking about? You taught us when it comes to Shabbos that the Ksav Elyon is a Ksav. That if you write Dio Al Gabi Sikra, that it's everything. So how can you tell me that it's not a Ksav when it comes to signing your name? Amr Lay, so Rabbi Yochanan said, said back to Rishlakish, 
because we make this assessment misvara to be machmir and to asuk siva with diol gabisikra and Shabbos nasa maisa. You think that means we're going to be mekel also and be machshir that when it comes to uh, when it comes to get even when it comes to melacha Shabbos I would not have been so mech on such a svara to be mechayiv someone who did that b'shogeg to bring a carbon chatos because I'd be choshish for chulin bazara. Meaning I'm not so confident that that's actually true that when you write with Diol Gavisikra, that it's mamish kosev when it comes to Shabbos, and you're mamish chayiv shtayim. I was saying, misvara makes sense that you should be. I'm not willing to put my money where my mouth is and tell the guy to bring carbon chatos or two carbon chatos and bring chulin bazara. And therefore, when it comes to get, and we're playing with the yichus aklali soul over here, we're going to be dealing with mamzerim as a result of this. I'm not going to rely on something like that. So itmar edim sheinod nachtam. What if you have edim that don't know how to sign? So is there any etza? We just said that the etza of just writing in red and having them sign over it in black. You know, you write their names for them in red and having them just trace over it in black is apparently no good. So what what does work? So rabbamer mekaren them niyar chalak umalamesa kara imdio. Just uh, tear open a, uh, a a blank sheet of paper and let them fill the the tears with uh, with inks. So well, what exactly does that mean? Machlokas Rashi and Tosos. Rashi writes that it means that we make uh, we we we, uh, we take uh, we scrape in to the uh, to the paper an indentation. Like you take uh, a uh, just you just like when you, if you were to run your fingernail along a piece of paper, so it would leave a uh, an indentation. So we sort of do that. We scrape into the parchment an indentation, and they fill in that indenta- indentation, similar to what we learned in uh, in Masechet of what the Shamir did, right? That it just like it makes like a little indentation on the stones that they were able to write the names of the Shvatim. That's all we do. That's what it means that Tosos just points out that's not what Makarin means. Makarin means that you're tearing something. It should have said Misartin. There's a better word to use if that's what it meant. So Tosos says no, it means we make a stencil. You take another piece of paper, not the parchment that you're going to be writing on, and you cut out the shapes of the letters and you put it over the original piece of paper and they just fill in the black. So it means that you make a stencil according according to, uh, to Tosos. So anyway, so that's one eight. So what to do for a guy who doesn't know how to sign. Shmuel that you could use lead uh, and then I mean you write in lead and then he'll write over it with real ink so tell us that that's a perfectly kosher so that's not going to work for me to write the other guy's name in uh, in lead and then he's going to write over it it's already a kosher if I wrote in lead so it says more low kasha that when it comes to actual lead so that's not a real ksav so that you could uh, write for him, and then he'll write over, and that'll be fine. But maya da'avra, when you have water that was uh, that lead was soaking in, and therefore became like an ink, it became uh, something that you could actually write with. So then, uh, that's that's considered a, a, a legitimate ksav that uh, that someone could actually write uh, a get with. In uh, in in Dibros Moshe, Moshe just points out that a nena roos that uh, when you write with lead, that it actually is miskayin much more than with uh, water that was. That lead was soaked in, and he uh, says it's derech olam to write to write with lead. What it, meaning that that's we have pencils, we have a whole pencil industry. So what does that mean? That, that's not something that you would normally 
right with Shlomo. So it could be that the Metzius then was different, meaning whatever they're describing is not, uh, you know, not your number two pencil that you use for your standardized test. I don't know, they probably do it on computers now. I don't know, but uh, but it's not, it's it's a, that's not what we're what we're describing. So Rabbi Avo, Amar Rabbi Avo has a different solution. He says Bimei Milin that uh, you use the water that they uh, they they soaked afatim uh, in, that they soaked uh, what are they called nuts or whatever. So uh, and then the Edim will sign over that. Vatani Rabbi but didn't we say that the afta itself is kosher? So It depends whether the parchment was treated previously with the gallnut juice. If the parchment itself was already treated with gallnut juice, then writing with gallnut juice is not considered a ksiva because you can't write with it once it, once all parchments already treated with it. But if the parchment was not yet treated with it, then uh, then you can use meimilin. Uh, Rav Papa Amar Baroque. Rav Papa says. No, the best thing to do for the guy who doesn't have to sign his name is you take saliva and spell out his his uh, his name in saliva and he'll write over where you put the saliva. And that's what Rav Papa uh, Paskin for a papa who was a uh, a merchant of oxen that baroque that he should uh, that 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 he, he would do it for him in saliva and the Adam will go and sign on top with uh, with with uh, with their with their actual um, with 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 actual ink. In, so the Gemara gives all these solutions of how to uh, make it so that Adam who don't know how to sign their name are able to sign the name. From the Rishonim, it seems that they're arguing that there, there is some sort of Machlok Rishonim over here, whether these different solutions are all arguing with each other or they're just different ideas that all agree with each other. Meaning, uh, is each one saying, no, your solution doesn't work, only rope works. It's not going to work to use uh, lead juice or whatever. So uh, the Rif only mentions what Rav says, that that you make a stencil. Uh, he doesn't mention any of the other solutions. The Rambam Paskin that if the Edom don't know how to sign, then we're Roshim in front of them with rope. Or anything that's Ein Rishum Miskayim. So the Rambam sounds much more expansive. I mean, the Riff only gives one option, the stencil. So it makes it sound like, yeah, because that's where the guy who's signing is putting all the ink on the parchment and there was nothing on that parchment beforehand. Whereas uh, the other solutions involve having something, uh, someone else put something on that parchment. So it sounds from the riff that that's the only, that he's passing, that's the only one that works. The Ramam seems to say all of these things work. So the Beis Yosef writes that from the riff it's mashma that Rav would reject all of the other uh, solutions. Um, and that's what the riff writes as well, that Rav is machshir, the stencil, but nothing else. The Ramah writes that we can only be machshir b'kriya. So in Shulchan Aruch, we quote Shittas Ramam, that you that you could make the markings of the guy's name with anything that's saying Rishum Miskayim, and the Ramah says Yesh Machmirim not to do that lechachila to only do a, uh, a stencil. So uh, you see that they, like, that there's a very strong possibility that there's a machlokas over here. Stechemet is an interesting comment. He says I have a better idea that the Gemara didn't think of. He says uh, he, ta- he talks about an A didn't know how to write, so the sofer said come here, and uh, he said hold on to the pen with me, and the sofer was writing the name while the A 
aide was holding on was holding on to the pen together with him. So says the Stechemed, that's obviously no good. Why is it obviously no good? Because if I could think of it, probably the Amoraim could have thought of it also, right? And they didn't, uh, they didn't make that suggestion. Why didn't they make that suggestion? Because it's obviously no good. You're not writing at all. Only the guy is writing. Meaning you go to Yahachas uh, Sefer Torah and they're filling in the last few letters. So there are different, uh, different practices. Sometimes the sofer tries to size you up. Can I trust this guy, right? Is he going to just leave blotches of ink all over the, uh, the parchment? So if he sizes you up and he says no, which is usually how he sizes me up, he'll say just uh, hang on to the uh, you know to, to my hand or to the uh, you know to the quill as I write the letter. So what am I doing? According to the stechemet, nothing. I'm not doing anything at all. Yeah, when I'm because it's the sofer that's doing all of the writing. That's the ksav of the sofer. It's not the ksav of the uh, of the the person who's holding on to his hand. Okay. So says the All of these eitzos that we're giving about how to sign the you know when when the guy does not assign are only acceptable for a get. We would never allow this by any other star. Someone tried to do this by Shar Staros with Edim who didn't know how to sign and they tried one of these eights. And Rav Kana gave the guy Malkus for trying such a thing with Shtar Staros. There's a Machlokus in Rishonim. What if it was already done with Shtar with Shar Staros? Would it be Kasher B'Diyavet? Okay, so it's not appropriate. You're not supposed... I mean, why are we more makele by Gittin? So it's obvious why we're more makele by Gittin because it's a Takanos Agunos. Meaning it could be that the woman's going to be in Aguna if this is her only chance to receive a get and the husband's going to die or the husband's going to disappear. Or the, so you need to do whatever we can to make it happen. But by Shar Staros, we have no uh, tremendous motivation to make it happen. So by Shar Staros, if you did it this way, is it going to be Kasher Bidiyavet or do we assume that even Bidiyavet it's possible? So the Rabbi Miltz Malvavalov Perach Avdal says that not only are we Maka the Edom Makas Mardos, we passel the Shtar the star is possible but the event. However, the Rashba points out that there are different shitos in Rishonim that some say the star is possible the Gamni, and even if it was given uh, in front of Edi Mesira, it's going to be possible. And some say that since the Gemara doesn't say that Rav Kana possible the star, just says Rav Kana was so upset that he gave the guy Mal- Malkus. So you see that uh, even though the guy did wrong, it's not going to possible the star be the event. So the Rashba writes that Misvara he thinks that that's really the din because we're not Machshir the Gabi the Get to meaning that that we're the Gabi the Get to be to to be Machdim Edim like this, and it's considered a Chasima. So how could you say that it's called a Chasima by a Get and by Shar Shtarus it's not even called a Chasima? No, it's called a Chasima. We're just not happy about it. So it must be that it's still kosher b'diavet when it comes to uh, to shar stars. Magen Mishnah rejects the rise of the Rashba and he says it can't be that a star is going to be kosher because if the star would be kosher, then Rav Kana wouldn't give the guy mal- malchus because uh, you're not makin on uh, losa say mitivrei sofrim. You're not going to be ma- you're not going to give someone malchus for something that you just don't like that you're just not happy with the way that he did it if it was in fact valid. Elamai must not it must not be valid. So that's the discussion that the Rishonim have over here. So Tanya Kavase the Rav we have of a brysa that supports Rav. That, uh, that the Rav again had said that Edom that don't know how to sign, so uh, you just make a stencil for them. Edom sheinyodim lachtom akarim niar chalak. It says beferus like that. Umemalim esukrayim dio, and they fill in the stencil with ink. Amram shemugam liel bamed varmamurim. When do we say that if they don't know how to sign, they could fill in the stencil with ink? That's begite nashim. Avod b'shukrei avodim b'shar kolashtaros imyodim likros lachtom chosmin v'ma v'chosmin. If they can read and write, good, and let them sign. And if they can't read and write, 
write, then they can't sign. Says, well, wait a second. We were just talking about Edom who don't know how to sign. Who said anything about reading? Kriya, Mandakar Shemei. Why does Rishon Gamliel say, but otherwise, Imyodin Likros Velachtom. Sounds like the first time of the Bryce was matter to sign Edom that don't even know how to read. But the first time of the Bryce didn't talk about Edom who don't know how to read. He spoke about Edom who don't know how to sign. So Rishon Gamliel shouldn't have added that detail in, in, in arguing on the Tanakama. So says, No, no, there's something missing from the language over here. And here's how it should have read. If an aid doesn't know how to read the star, we read it to them, and then they sign it. If they don't know how to sign the star, so then uh, we said the suggestions of the of the stencil. So qualifying both of those things. When do we say that you could be maidim that don't know how to how to read or write? So by any other star, they need both of those skills. They need to be able to read it by themselves and they need to be able to sign it by themselves. It's only by Gite Nashim that we're willing to compromise on the Edom having such skills. Amr Ablazer, my time in Rameshim Gamliel, why does Rameshim Gamliel allow signing Edom on a get if they don't know how to read and they don't know how to write, even though by Shar Shtar it's not okay? Shloi Benos Yisrael Agunos, because he doesn't want Benos Yisrael to remain Agunos, that the husband's going to go to Medina Siyam, and that will be the last we ever hear from him, and the wife is never going to be able to get remarried, or the husband's going to die tomorrow, and he's got a good for nothing brother who's going to refuse to do even Chalitza, so uh, the woman's going to be in Aguna. So Amr we passed like Rameshim that by Shar Shtaros, other than Gittin, if the aid doesn't know how to read, he doesn't know how to write, he cannot be an aid. Rav Gamda, Mishmei Rava, Amar Ein Alacha, that we don't pass like Rameshim Gamliel. Paris Yosef points out that seems unduly negative. Why say Ein Alacha? Just say Alacha Ketanakama. There is a Tanakama. Just say, I do pass like the Tanakama, instead of saying Ein Alacha Rameshim Gamliel. So Paris Yosef explains, because in Tanakama, uh, he doesn't talk about a case of Edom who don't know how to read, right? We had to add that in, Rav Shemun Liel um, uh, addressed both. So we're saying meaning if he uh, lacks either uh, either skill, then it's going to be uh, problematic. So who are we passing like the Rabbanon who allowed me machtin, I'm sorry, not like Rav Liel who says that the that the heter of someone who doesn't know how to read or write is only for Gittin but not for Shar Shtaros. So who are you passing like? Like the Rabbanon who allow even for Shar Shtaros someone who doesn't know how to read and write. But wasn't there a story that someone relied on an aide who didn't know how to read or write for Shar Shtaros? And Rav Kana gave the guy Malchus. So don't you see that that's bad? How could you paskin that uh, you're allowed to use it for Shar Shtaros? One could very simply answer, okay, Rav Kana is an Amora. Rav Gamda is an Amora. Rav is an Amora. They're allowed to argue, meaning there's no clear machlokas. There is a tosis in the beginning of Moed Katan that says Rav Kahana was a Gavar And uh, therefore, it could be that because Rav Kahana was a Gavar that uh, they could use him to ask on Amorai, that he was uh, such a big Amora. So anyway, but Tirgama Akriya. So the Gemara's answer is that when Rav Gamda said that we passed like the Chamim, who are Machshir by Shar Shtaros, that's when Edom 
don't know how to read, but they do know how to sign. Because then the halacha doesn't follow that other people could read for them. But if the Edom don't even know how to sign, that I agree with Ramashim Leal about, that they should not be signing in Shar Shtaros. So if Yehuda, um, so the Gemara is going to talk about people who for one reason or another did not have an easy time being able to read Shtaros. So what did they do? So if Yehuda was very old and his eyes weren't so good, so uh, and he had to sign sometimes as an aide or as a Dayan, so Mitzayir Kari Vichasim, he would strain himself uh, to be able to sign. Amalei Ula Lotzricha, so Ula said, you don't have to do that. Rabbi Lazar, Maradar Yisrael. Rabbi Lazar is the Maradar Yisrael. He's, uh, he's greater than anyone else. His Bikiyas is greater than all of his colleagues. So uh, when he needed to, to sign a star, Karu Kamei Vichasim, they read it to him and he, and he signed it. Rav Nachman, Karu Kamei Safri Dayani Vichasim. And Rav Nachman would have the uh, scribes that worked in his basin read it to him and he would sign it. So it says Rav Dachar, Rav Nachman, Rav Safri Dayani. It was only Rav Nachman and his own Safri Dayani. This Masa, because they were afraid to. Uh, to read it incorrectly to him, they would never want to trick him because it would be, they'd get in big trouble. Aval Rav Nachman Achrini, but if it was Rav Nachman and Sofrim that were not the Sofrim of his own Beisdin, they or Safri Dayani Ve'Nish Achrini, or is the Safri the Sofrim of the Beisdin of Rav Nachman, but they weren't reading it to their boss, they weren't reading it to Rav Nachman. Lo, we would not be able to rely on someone else reading it to you and trusting them that the document says what they say it says. Rav Papa Kiavas Kamei Shtara Parsa Oven Rav. Papa was presented with a star that was written in Lashon Parsi, that was made in a basin of Goyim, was made in a secular court, and the Edom signed on it were Goyim, he would call two Goyim to read it for him, one not in front of the other, without them realizing that our Papa was relying on them to collect a chov that was identified in that star, and he would use that star to collect from the Chasim Shubad him, meaning he trusted these guys to read to him what it says in the Shtar. But how could you collect from the Chasim Shabbat such a Shtar? You don't know how to read what it says in the Shtar. So we're talking about that the Edom did know how to read and therefore it's valid Edos. But don't you need to write on a cloth that was uh, treated with uh, with something to make it something that you can't easily erase and replace the writing. Veleka, uh, you don't have that if it was done in the secular courts. Vidafitza, no, it was. It was such a cloth that was pre-treated so that it's not easy to forge the document. But don't we require that one of the dinam of a star is that you, you chazer over the basic tamtis of the star and the last line of the star to make it clear that this is the end of the star so that no one could then go add in if you leave space between the end of the star and where the Edom sign you want to make sure no one's going to add in more details and uh, you know after the, the Chasim is Edom so Velaka you don't have that but the Mahadar no it's always that they wrote in such a way so then what's the Chiddush that, uh, that it's Kasher the Kalosh from Kasher that you're allowed to write a star in other languages Tanina we already know that that's a mission we're going to have much later in the Masechta Get Shek Savo Ivris Ve'edov Yevonis Yevonis Ve'edov Ivris 
kasher, that even in uh, Greek it's still going to be kasher. So it's mefurish in the Mishnah that again it's kasher b'kal lashon. Why does a memer have to tell me that a shtar parsi is kasher? So it says, because if I only would have had that Mishnah, hava amina hanimili begitten, I would have said, yeah, for a get will allow it. The shashtaros law, but I would think for shashtaros, where there's no aguna issue, that we would not allow it. So come ashmulah that we do. Now, Amr Shmuel, Nasala Niyar Chalak, Varmala Reza Kitech, Mugureshas, Chayshin Hashem Me Milin Ksavo. If he gives her a blank piece of paper and says, Reza Kitech, she's Mugureshas, because we're Choshesh, that maybe he wrote a get with uh, gall nut juice, and then it got absorbed into the uh, parchment, and therefore it's no longer nicker, but it actually was a get. So Mesve, the Brysa, we challenge from a Brysa, Hareza Gitech, Natalto's Rakta, the Amalu Ur, that if a guy gives a woman a piece of parchment, says, Hareza Gitech, she takes it and then she throws it into the ocean or she throws it into a fire. She otherwise destroys it. And then he later says, Oh, by the way, Shtar Pasimhu, that it was uh, that was not a real get. It was just a Shtar Pasim, Shtar Amanu, who was some other type of Shtar. Mugureshes, Lokalimen Osra. She's Mugureshes, he doesn't have the ability to Asr. So the Gemara explains the Kasha. The whole reason the woman's Mugureshes and the Baal is not Neman to say that it was not a get is because we know for sure that there was Ksav on the get. But if there was no ksav, lo, then we wouldn't be choshesh that it's anything. So how can Shmuel say if you give her a blank piece of paper that we're choshesh that it's actually a get? Now kikamr Shmuel the batkinim lay b'mayadinara. When even Shmuel said that she is mugrash, is talking about that he gave her an yar chalak um, is is only if we were bodik the get first with uh, with a certain type of uh, of uh, of test. That when you put it over the niyar, it uh, the uh, the the uh, whatever ink was absorbed starts to uh, starts to show like these have with this invisible ink, and then you run it over with another marker, and the lettering starts to show. So ipalit palit. If the ksav is uh, there and you see it, so then it's there. So uh, so uh, she's mugrashes v'lo palit lav klumu, and if not, then it's nothing. So says palit Why does it matter that the ksav shows up? Hashu the palit. It's only now. Um, that, uh, that that it's, that that the ksav is showing up, but prior to that, then it seems to get the OCOs were totally absorbed in the paper, so that shouldn't be considered a valid get. So Shmuel nami cheshinu kamar. Yeah, yeah. Shmuel is just saying that rechoshish that maybe at the shas and the seems to get the OCOs were not totally absorbed into the parchment yet at that time. So uh, that's what Shmuel is saying. We have to be choshesh that maybe it's a it's a get. Not that we know for sure that it's a uh, that it's a get. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick up with Amar. Vina. Yeah. Have a great day. You too, bro. Yeah. Thanks. Also. Yeah. You too. Take care.